0: Joining us in the Colts radio studio now is third-year cornerback out of UMass, Isaiah Rogers, is with us. Isaiah, thanks for the time today. How are you? Hey, I know I'm doing pretty good. (laughs) Doing well, doing well. Obviously, it's been um, a difficult last couple of weeks for this team. You know, guys have been traded, uh, coaches have been dismissed. How difficult was it for you personally to see Frank Reich no longer be the head coach of this team?
1: Uh, You know, it was hard, you know, in this business, you know, you got to also think of the business side, but it was also very personal. You know, he was the only coach that I experienced since I've been here. You know, like like Jeff said and like Ballard said as well, you know, it's the business side to it, and we all understand that even from – Frank's perspective, even, you know, our jobs alone. So, you know, I, I couldn't take it too personal. You know, I, at the end of the day, you know, it's a business thing.
0: Yeah, you, you talk about not taking it too personal, but do you also, I mean, what what was the locker room reaction to that? What did, what did guys have to say in terms of, I guess, collective accountability and in, in the locker room's part on, you know, how we got to this point and, and why Frank Reich, again, no longer here? Uh, we more so didn't look at it
1: how, you know, the social – social media uh, people had looked at it you know we all just said we gotta look in the mirror yeah you know end of the day we're the ones that make the plays come to life and end of the day uh without us playing well you know people jobs are at risk you know and for example things like this have to happen you know we all just we all just had to take accountability and just knowing Mm -hmm. that you know it all comes down to us so end of the day whether whether you want to play good or not it's a mindset thing you know it's all in the heart
0: end of the day you gotta look yourself in the mirror and what you put out there on tape is you know that's you that's Isaiah Rogers with us. W- lastly, what did you take from your time with Coach Reich? You've been here since 2020, as you said. He's the prior to now. He's the only head coach you've known in the National Football League. What did you take from him? How did he help you grow?
1: Uh, just on and off the field, you know, just watching how he moves. You know, from a family perspective, you know, he's always at Bible study. When I go to Bible study, I never seen him miss him. So it's the it's the little things that people don't see behind closed doors yeah. that I just admire him
0: as a person, as a man. All right, then this week, obviously, the other side of that coin, Jeff Saturday here now. Um, what, what was your reaction to that?
1: Uh, I thought, I thought it was huge. My family uh, reached out to me when they found out the news and I was also like, you know, huge Coast fans growing up as well. Sure. And also just, you know, watched Jeff play. So just like his grit and just how he goes about his his work, you mm-hmm. know, and him speaking to the team, you could just tell like he's he's fired up about yeah.
0: it. Yeah. Again, I I know it's early, right? I mean, we, you haven't played a game yet with Jeff Saturday as the interim head coach, but what was his message to the team taking over in the role that that he did and um, you know, when he did. Uh just
1: reminding us that you know nothing matters what happened before. You know all we have is these eight games and and how whatever we put out there on tape is right. you know is us. End of the day, uh, he's coming in and he's just hoping that we can you know buy in and that's the, that's the main thing right now. Everyone buy in, take mm-hmm. week by week. You know it's a basically playoff mode right now for us. You got to win every game from here on out basically, and that's how we're looking at it. So yeah. eight
0: weeks. That's Isaiah Rodgers with us, Colts cornerback on defense. Now you've started the last three games and you're playing a ton, playing a huge role on defense. What has that done for your confidence here?
1: Uh, it definitely it definitely helps me a lot. You know, at the end of the day, I just want to be out there and uh, getting the starting spot is fun and cool and all. At the end of the day, I feel like I need to make a lot more plays, whether I'm starting or coming off the bench. Right. You know, I made more plays. From the previous years, you know, from not starting, so you know, a start is a start. It's just on paper. End of the day, I feel like I got to get my hands more on the ball and just find a way to get turnovers.
0: Yeah, a guy that's gotten his hand uh, on the ball a lot over the course of his career is Stephon Gilmore, and he has played 100% of the snaps in eight of nine games this season. You know about his track record, his resume. You know, not that long ago, Defensive Player of the Year in the National Football League. How has he helped you? Inevitably, when you're on the field, he is too. I think he
1: helped me a lot. He's always like, hey. Let's go get in the cold tub, get in the hot tub. And Mm -hmm. for him to play 100% of snaps, eight or nine games at age 32, shows a lot. You know, he's balling right now and and playing really lights out, helping us complete games. And uh, just just to be out there at age 32, you know, I just look at him, I'm only 24, 25, Mm -hmm. and that's my goal is to play as long as he can and and also not just be on a team during that time, but to play 100% of plays as well.
0: Yeah, you you look at this, the big picture on defense, this defense is playing great. Now I know you don't have anything to show for it, you know, during a three-game losing skid here, but... But why do you think the defense here around Game 8, Game 9 has sort of hit its stride? Uh, just the people in the room that we have, like the the captains
1: that we have, even the guys without a C on their chest. You know, you guys out here. He's always speaking up, being a great vocal leader. And Shaq's right there as well. You got D-Buck, Kenny, Stephon's finally speaking up a lot. So, you know, just a lot of people buying in. A lot of people, you know, holding people accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, we all have to be a brother at the end of the day. And, you know, that's what we've been doing and it has been showing. Yeah.
0: Going back to the secondary, you're a veteran on this team now, right? As I said, in your third year. Can you explain Rodney Thomas to me? A seventh-round guy, and he started, you know, the last handful of games. And this moment and and this level coming from an Ivy League school, it's not too big for him.
1: Uh, he's a baller, and we knew it from camp and we knew it from preseason. Yeah. I think uh, one game – he had all the eraser tackles, and he was just not missing <laughs> tackles. Right. So I knew from that moment we knew that, you know, he's a ball player. He can come up, make the plays. He can also stay back and, and get his hand on the ball like he did against Denver. You know, he's a, he's a baller, and he does what he's supposed to do, and coach tell him to do this. He, there's no talking back or
0: nothing like that. So he's just the, he's just learning
1: the game still. So he's not even probably at his prime right now. He's yeah, balling. No doubt
0: about that. That's Isaiah Rogers with us. All right, for you, in this scheme under Gus Bradley, what, what do you like most about him as a coach and, and this scheme that he brings? I think it
1: builds it builds my confidence in my resume. This 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 defense and this scheme, as you guys have seen it, you know, it shows a lot of crack replaces from the corners. And I think my main thing going into this season was I want to be a better tackler. You know, a lot of people came at me last year like, he's a good player, but he needs to tackle better. I think that that was my goal going into this season and and he has helped me a lot from drills, you know, on and off the field. It just helped me a lot become a better tackler.
0: And for those that don't know, crack replace, can you sum up that in terms of of, from a schematic standpoint for for those to understand? It's more so when I'm guarding a receiver and he doesn't worry
1: about me basically at all. He goes and try to either take a block on a safety or right. a linebacker, and, I and have to you're free. Make that guy right, you yeah. know. So basically, I was open field tackling right there.
0: No doubt about it. And for Gus Bradley, again, I know it's early in the week, but is this this is a homecoming game of sorts for him? How, how badly does he want to go in and play well against his former team and a quarterback he saw every day in practice last year in Derek Carr?
1: I'm pretty sure it's, it's very personal for him. Faze, Milo, the whole the whole nine. Yeah, Ron Milo's too. There. You're right. Just Unique Eonic too. Unique
0: and Gakway. So, uh, yeah.
1: I don't know. I, I feel like it's, it's like a homecoming game for them, and it's also one for us. You know, these guys beat us last year when we could have clinched the playoffs. So that's exactly I, right. I think it's very personal for pretty much the entire yeah. team. All
0: right, what do you see in the Raiders? They got a lot of firepower on offense. They've got Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Derek Carr. You know, a veteran quarterback. What What is the challenge this week here?
1: Uh, Two great teams just clashing at it. You know, great teams on paper. Both teams going into the game very frustrated. You know, no one expected any of our seasons to be like how it is right now. I think both teams are going to come out, you know, and just trying to do whatever they can do to potentially win this game. So at the end of the day, like I said, the Raiders, very, very great team, playoff team last year. Derek Carr, great quarterback and great running back. And, you know,
0: one of the best receivers in the league, Devontae. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we just got to go out there and continue what we've been doing. That's Isaiah Rogers with us. Final couple of things. You're also returning kickoffs again this year. You've had some substantial runbacks, but how close have you been? How close are you to breaking the big one for a touchdown? Seems like you're only like a block away uh, from, from really making a big impact there.
1: Uh, I, take, I take all the credit. Uh, my blockers have been doing their job. It's a lot of times we go back and watch the film and either I stutter or I, I misread it or my track wasn't right. And I just want to get back on track of just being the return I know I can be and potentially, you know, get into the end zone
0: again. How much do you have to uh, take in? When, when you receive the ball, like inside the five-yard line, how many things do you have to visualize and compute in a short amount of time during a kickoff return? A lot. you got to
1: factor in the win. If you ever yeah. watch me, I take out a piece of tape or something to catch the wind right before the kick. <laughs> and you also gotta like the hang time. Know Three if you want to bring the ball out, depending, on it. you gotta know who's on their kickoff unit, the speed guys, and stuff like that. Right, it's just a lot that comes in a factor. You also gotta know which way the return is going, or potentially what you could potentially do. Sure. Based off, you know, what they have and what, how their scheme goes. So and how that's much? A lot.
0: How much time during the week do you? Do you study just that part of of your responsibilities on this team? I think
1: my main day of special teams would be, like, my Tuesdays, off days. Bubba sends out the notes probably, like, the afternoon – and he's going to ask a lot of questions on Wednesday. So if you don't know it, he's he's know you're not prepared. Yeah,
0: Bubba's not a guy that's going to tolerate you showing up and nah, not at all. Uh, having a blank slate there, right? Yeah, he'll,
1: he'll sneak his phone number and most of the notes and like, text me when you see this. So he knows if you see it or not. <laughs> he's, he's real clever at what he does. So you really have no choice yeah. but to check out the notes.
0: All right, lastly, Isaiah Rogers with us. You uh, still talk to Cuz? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, Dominic Rogers-Cromartie, for those that don't know, is, is your cousin, right? NFL yes. great in his own right. Um, what kind of words of wisdom does he continue to give you? Literally, we talk every day. He sends mm-hmm. me
1: a, a scripture every morning like he doesn't miss a morning. Well, he has weekdays. I have weekends to talk to. To send a scripture, so you you know we're like brothers, you know. And he was talking about coming to Vegas, but he has a little, a lot going on back home, personal things. So yeah, you know. But we always in touch.
0: I'm sure he hits you up after a good game, right? He's the first one on the text message on the phone in the locker room. He always
1: give me great. I never had a good game in his eyes. (laughs) He always (laughs) sending me text messages like, "You should have jumped this. You should have did that. I would have done that." So we're just competing.
0: basically no doubt it's a healthy relationship right there again that's isaiah rogers third year man cornerback out of umass uh here with the indianapolis colts isaiah i appreciate the perspective during the coaching changes best of luck on defense against Derek carr and the raiders and uh, we'll talk to you down the road thank you appreciate you